Well, for those of you who don't know, this is the week that we here in Knoxville anticipate Tennessee's greatest rival, the Florida Gators. That's right, Tennessee will take on Florida this Saturday, so I thought it only right that I share this story with you. Well, speaking of troublesome Florida Gators, the Florida Gulf Coast University campus got a bit of a surprise the other day when an alligator was seen roaming around campus, specifically around their library, which is located near a swamp. And campus authorities say it is not uncommon to see some gators just roaming around the area. They make it their home, they say, and they're not aggressive. Leave it to a Florida gator to cause trouble in its own home. Of course, in all honesty, I would imagine that that's a pretty scary thing to see an alligator running around campus. Even if you are in Florida, it doesn't really matter. But I have to admit, I wonder what that would be like. What would the experience be like to see that gator walking around campus? And most of all, what is the gator thinking? Ah, what a beautiful day to stroll around campus. Always nice to walk around and see everybody having such a good day. Hey, Timmy, I'll see you at the bowling match tonight. Yes, sir. It's a wonderful day. Oh, hey, it's Professor Wells. Well, hey, Professor, we still having that quiz on Monday? What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. Great. So I guess that means we'll have it. Yes. Sweet. Thanks, Prof. What? Oh, my. Why, hello there. Don't believe I've seen you around before. Could use a little help here. Yeah, they kind of call me the big man on campus, you know what I mean? <laughs> If you don't know who I am, I can assure you, you soon will, that's right. I mean, there's tons of people around. No one can stop, really. Oh, thanks for noticing. I've been working out. I mean, I I don't want to show you just right here in front of everybody. I couldn't do that. I mean, you see he has me cornered. Seriously, not one person. Would you, uh, like to go out with me this Saturday? You know what? Just gonna run away screaming. Well, that was rude. Hey, you could have just said I wasn't your type. Jeez. <sighs> what is it with people these days? Man. I'm going to go eat Professor Wells. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Well, hello there, and welcome to the second episode of Season 3 of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy, and we've got another great one coming your way this week. Absolutely fantastic. Mainly because you're not going to hear my voice very much at all this week. Well, I mean, you'll, you'll hear me in and out, but for the most part, I'm kind of out of the way, and I'm sure you'll enjoy that. And I'm sure you've seen the title of this week's episode already and uh, have thought it pretty entertaining. This week's episode is called, I'm at a payphone trying to call home, dot, 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 oh wait, I have a cell phone. Oh, never mind. So, yes, it has something to do with Maroon 5. Very importantly, as a matter of fact, there's a very important reason why this episode is called that. Is because this week we cover the, probably the historic concert that took place here in Knoxville. Maroon 5 live at Thompson Bowling Arena. I was there. I was not actually supposed to be there, believe it or not. I did not know until the day of that I was actually going to get to go, and I was really excited when I found out I could, and Miss Pingrino went with me. It was a huge show. It was a fun night. We had a blast, and it was just it was an all-around, like I said, historic night. So uh, thanks to the company that I work for uh, for hooking me up with tickets and making this episode possible. So have so if you ever see anybody who I work with, I'm not going to mention them here on the air, but uh, if you, you know who I'm talking about. So if you people who 
who know who I'm talking about, see those people, say thank you to them. As it's, the, it's because of them that this week's episode even exists. So that's why this week's episode is called, once again, I'm at a payphone trying to call home, dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait, I have a cell phone, never mind. Because we are going to bring you segments from the Maroon 5 concert. That's right. Some of my favorite songs and Miss Pingrino's favorite songs from that show, and we're going to bring them to you this week. You're, you're going to hear what they sound like live if you've never heard them before. And if you weren't at the concert and you're like, man, I, I just if I could just hear what they sound like live, hear what they sounded like at Thompson Bowling, well, this is the episode for you because you will hear some of their songs performed live right here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. So that's what makes this episode really exciting is because we are covering a historic historic night and and really when it comes to pop music Knoxville doesn't get those many historic nights not like this this was huge and we went all out for it it was a lot of fun and that's why I thought it was only appropriate that we bring you Maroon 5 on this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast in addition to that you'll hear some more hilarious stories including one about somebody who gets so pissed off at their spouse and needs to get away from them so bad they commit a crime just so they could go to jail. It, you're not going to want to miss that story. Plus, uh, what, what would we be doing? What would this show be? What would the Smoking Hot Toddcast be without a brand new Ollie report? So we got Maroon 5, we've got Idiots, and I was going to say and we have Ollie, but Ollie kind of fits in that second category. So we got it all. So just sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. So here we are. We're at Thompson Bowling Arena. We're minutes away from what's really ended up being the concert event of the year, maybe almost two years, here in Knoxville. Maroon 5, live at Thompson Bowling Arena. I'm here with Ms. Pinkrino. Now, Ms. Pinkrino, are you excited? I mean, who wouldn't be? That They would just be stupid. Because Maroon 5 is awesome, and I'm ready to see him. Yay! Okay, that's very straightforward. I'm glad you're excited, uh, but yeah, this wasn't. This is actually very spontaneous because I really had no expectation of going. Right? Correct. I lost three hours of work to go, but you know it's worth it. It, it, it totally worth it. Uh, it's extremely worth it. Absolutely, and and so that's what makes this even that more much more exciting. Uh, but yeah, we're here. We're ready to do this. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I cannot believe that we actually get to be a part of this tonight. Because like I said, for, we, this has been anticipated since like last September. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're ready to do this. So are, are you as excited as I am? Definitely. Probably more excited. I love them. I've loved them since I first heard them. So, yep, I'm most excited. Me. Because they're great. <laughs> so so you're, you're more excited than me? Yes. You'll poop nose, but all right. Anyway, so there you have it. We're about to get into this Maroon Five next on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Orson Welles Smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 no. Hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! Well, I I think we can all agree that there are times when we wish we could just get away from somebody for a little while, if only just a little while. But how bad is a relationship when you would rather rob a bank and go to prison 
then spend time with that person. Well, that's exactly what a man in Kansas did a few days ago. A man by the name of Lawrence John Ripple told his wife, following a fight, that he'd rather be in jail than at home. And then after writing a note stating that he had a gun and wanted money, Ripple walked to a bank in Kansas City and handed it to the teller. And then the teller gave him $3,000, but... Of course, instead of making a hasty getaway, Ripple took a seat in the lobby and admitted to the security guard that he was the guy, and he was immediately taken into custody. And the money was returned and everything with no hassle whatsoever. And as of right now, he's awaiting trial in a federal facility in Leavenworth, Kansas. So uh, again, how bad is a relationship that you would give up the rest, the free, the rest of your freedom? And this man is 70 years old. He he might very well be giving up the rest of his freedom for the rest of his life. So how bad is this relationship? I frankly look forward to the trial because something tells me all the dirty laundry will be aired out. All rise. This court will come to order. Biscuits. The Honorable Judge Ben Greeno presiding. Thank you. You may be seated. All parties have been sworn in, Your Honor. Thank you, Deputy Ollie. Case number one, the people versus Lawrence John Ripple. How does the defendant plea? Guilty, Your Honor. Uh, yes, Your Honor, my client... No, no, please, please, let me tell the story. Your Honor, I wanted to rob that bank, not because I wanted the money or wanted to hurt anybody. I just... I just can't stand my wife so bad, so bad, that serving jail time would be better than spending time with her. Say what? That's right, ma'am. My life is deplorable, just deplorable. My wife is one of the meanest women who's ever lived. And I, I just can't I just can't be around her no more. Can't be around her no more. Well, that may be, Mr. Ripple, but that doesn't give you the right to rob a bank. Oh, yes, it does. You know, she hit me with a frying pan once. I was awful. I mean, she said she was trying to kill a mosquito, but I have not yet seen one singular mosquito around our house. Then one time she got mad at me because she thought I was flirting with her cousin. Her cousin's got one eye looking to the left. You're not real sure who she's talking to when she talks. She's got one leg. All of her clothes smell like mothballs and poop. And I'm pretty sure she's hermaphrodite. So, I mean, it's not like she needs anybody at all anyway. But the point is, Your Honor, I was not flirting with her. I have no reason to. Just periodically walk by and say, if I could shit on you, I would. Then she walks away, turns around, say, and not in a sexual way. I mean, that's just gross. I don't need to hear that. Then one day, she said she wanted to give me a pet name. And I thought, well, that's awful nice of her. She never does that. And I said, well, okay, what is it? She said, avocado fuchs. I have no idea what that means. But I was like, okay. A few minutes later, she comes back and say, oh, actually, I meant to say avocado fucks, you retard. I mean, it's just awful. So I, I couldn't spend any more time with her. So I had to get out of that house. I had to get away. I had to get away from her. Because she's driving me insane. So I decided the best way to do was to rob a bank so I go to jail and therefore get away from her. That's my story, Your Honor, and that's why I'm pleading guilty. Mr. Ripple, that's the dumbest story I have heard in my life. I mean, I get that your wife drives you crazy, but you can't rob a freaking bank hoping to go to jail. We're trying to have a society here. But ironically, in light of what you've done and the fact that you've pleaded guilty, I hereby sentence you to five years in prison. So in the end, Mr. Ripple, you will be away from your wife. Case closed. <coughs> Praise Lord! Smell you later, suckers! You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, 
Pardon me, Mr. Perfect! All right, let's stop messing around. We, we need to get into this now. Let's get into the Maroon 5 goodness, the Maroon 5 gold, if you will. Here is one of two songs that essentially were my freshman year of high school, okay? Sit back and enjoy this love.
DJ Poor Smoking Hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor, just say uh, this is DJ Poor and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right. Say it like you would say. Don't say it some way cool like, dude, you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> hmm. That's not quite the way I said it. All right, Poor, just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it! The smoking hot guy poopy. I quit. Well, as I mentioned in the opening of the show, of course, Tennessee takes on the Florida Gators this weekend, and we are predicted to be the favorite of the game, to be the winner, and we're favored by seven and a half points against the Gators. Now, that sounds awesome. That sounds fantastic, and I can't wait to see it. But it's one of those situations where I would have to say. I'll believe it when I see it because, I mean, don't get me wrong, love the Vols and I think we can pull it off, but we have been saying I think we can pull it off for the last two years. We thought 2014 was the year and we ended up losing and we shouldn't have lost. And then last year, it, it was. It was our year. It was our year. It was our year right up until the last few minutes of the game and then we gave it right back to them. So... This, I, I, I do believe this is our year. I believe this is the year that we will beat Florida and everything will be right as rain. But there's still that lingering possibility that we could lose. And, and I don't think a lot of Tennessee fans, as usual, are taking that to heart. Now, we are 3-0 and right now. We had a bumpy start with Appalachian State, but we won. We also had a bumpy start, but it ended up being a pretty smooth game against Virginia Tech and the battle at Bristol two weeks ago. And then last weekend, once again, another team that we should not have had any issue with, Ohio, we ended up, we didn't lose, we did win, but they kept right up with us the whole time. We had the lead the whole time, but they kept right up with us. And that should not have been with a team like Ohio. We should have dominated, just like we should have dominated uh, Appalachian State. Uh, I, I don't, I we ended up dominating Virginia Tech, but I honestly didn't believe we would uh, we would dominate Virginia Tech. I thought that would be a close game, but we ended up doing that. So they they end up doing everything the complete opposite of what I think they're going to do. So I'm a little worried about going into Florida this week. I think, like I said, I think we can pull it off. I think it is possible, but it's really it's really just going to be narrowed down to whoever makes the least mistakes. I think that that that's going to be the entire play of this game because I just I don't I. Florida and Tennessee, both neither one, are fantastic, okay? we They have proven that conclusively with their first few games. Both of them have. And, uh, you know, they're both great teams. They're also both bad teams. So it's just kind of, like I said, it's a flip of the coin of who's going to do the worst uh, on Saturday. But like I said, I think we can do it. Uh, we, we are trying to recover from some obstacles, though. We unfortunately do have some massive injuries right now to our players, some of our key players. And what are we going to do there? You know, are, are we going to be able to survive without them, or do we desperately need them? Are they, are, are they, you know, the backbone of the backbone of the team? I just don't know where we're, where we're going to be. I mean, Cam Sutton has a fractured right ankle and is out. Middle linebacker Darren Kirkland Jr. has a high ankle sprain, and reserve linebacker Corte Sapp is out for the year. Let me say that one time out for the year with an ACL injury. So, I mean, when it comes to their positions, we're screwed because I'm telling you, they they were the best at what they did. But can we still do it? I mean, I I believe we can. I think it's still there for us. But, uh, you know, I just don't know. This is really a flip of the coin. I cannot really predict how Tennessee's season is going to be until after this weekend. Then when we do uh, the next Vols update in a couple of weeks on the next episode, then we can really be able to dish out just where we are 
in terms of winning hardcore games. Because, you know, those first three games were kind of bumpy, and they weren't even SEC games. This is the first SEC game of the year. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's just – it's. I really don't have much to say. I'm thrilled that the Vols are three and zero right now. I think that's fantastic. We were not three and zero when we went to Florida uh, last year, so that's awesome that we're three and zero right now. But they were bumpy three and zeros. They were risky three and zeros. So you know, I, I don't know really what to say at this point until after the Florida game. I believe we can do it. I believe we've got the, pa- the we've got the manpower. Well, maybe not the manpower because we're down three players, but uh, I think we've got the momentum. We can do this even without even with those injuries. We, we've got it. I think we, we can do it, and I think we will beat the Florida Gators for the first time since 2004 uh, this Saturday. I think it's it's very possible. Of course, I say that, and in the season premiere last year, it was following the Florida game, and I had horrible news to report to everybody. So I don't know. You know, I, I cannot say I cannot say we're going to win, but I cannot say we're going to lose. It's just impossible to do when it comes to Florida. So... I will leave you pretty much on the note of playing the fool. I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday, but I do believe we've got a great shot at beating Florida. So the only time will tell, and we'll see what happens on Saturday. Until then, go Vols. Smoking hot podcast. And now here's the second song that made up my freshman year of high school. Here's Maroon 5 with Harder to Breathe.
Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Good afternoon and welcome to The Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got another great story to get to this week. And I know what you're thinking. There's been a lot of hard-hitting news stories going around lately, like the bombing in New York, more political drama, and some more sad celebrity deaths as well. Which one will Ollie hit on this week? None of them, of course. We're going to talk about this year's winners at the Emmys. And we've got Ollie in L.A. right now covering this story. So let's switch it to him right now. Hello, Ollie. How are you this week? that it is fall now and I still have sweat running down my balls biscuits I have never actually wanted to vomit at the beginning of the report before. Uh, you have now created a new first for me, so thank you, Ollie. Well, let's get right in. Let's forget all about that crap, and let's jump right into the real thing here. Uh, of course, the, the Emmys, the 2016 Emmys, were on Sunday night, and there were a lot of huge winners and, and some stunning winners as well. So let's jump into it right now. Uh, the People vs. O.J. Simpson American Crime Story pretty much just swept the Emmys, with Sarah Paulson winning for actress in a limited series or movie. Courtney B. Vance winning for actor in limited series or movie, and then the show itself winning for limited series. Have you talked to anybody in the cast of The People vs. O.J. Simpson to get their reaction? I mean, seriously, I now have sweat running down the crack of my ass, and it is now autumn. It's now fall. Isn't it supposed to be cooler now? Hashtag weather. Hashtag no heat. Hashtag ass sweat. Do, do I need to, do I just need to end this now? I don't really know what to do here. No, I can keep going? Fine, Ollie, uh, clearly you, uh, you didn't, uh, whatever. Let's move on now. Key and Pill won for Variety Sketch Series, which is absolutely huge considering the stiff competition that it has. Saturday Night Live, and that's it. Have you spoken with, uh, Keegan-Michael Key or Jordan Peele about this huge win? That's some Red Bull. Ever have Red Bull? Pretty lights, dude. I see a lot of people walking. They're dressed coolly, too. They look just as stunned as I am about it not cooling off at all. Hey, there's Grandma's Chinese Theater and the Hollywood sign. I'm not wearing any pants. Oh, for God's sake. Ollie, will you put something on? You're going you're gonna to get arrested. What the hell? I'm just kidding. F*** you. That's not funny at all, you stupid ass. All right, let's just keep going. Last week tonight, re- which has really become the breakout late night talk show series, a one for Variety Talk series. Have you spoken with John Oliver at all? Because he, he's really an amazing, amazing man and a huge talent, and I would have loved to gotten his reaction on his big win. Did you speak with him at all? I see lots of cars and palm trees. I don't understand debit cards with chips. Okay. Um... Wow, we, we could really use some this good stuff here. Um, well, how about this? Th- this is really important, I think. This is a very big deal, Ollie, and I really want to know if you spoke to him or not. Did you speak with Patton Oswalt over his huge win for Talking for Clapping? Of course, his speech moved everybody, and it was just wonderful to see him back in action doing his thing after the loss of his wife back in April. Did you speak with him at all about his win? Why do they call it moonwalking? You're not actually walking on the moon. You're just sliding your feet around. Hell, I could do that. Baskets! Um, 
Well, we spoke about Saturday Night Live uh, a few minutes ago, and of course, Kate McKinnon had a huge win last night. It was her first Emmy win, and she teared up on stage. It was such a moving moment. Did you speak with her at all about her big win? And let me guess. No! no! Great. All right, fine. How about Julie Louis-Dreyfus and her big win for Veep? Let me guess. No! no! All right, how about the cast of Game of Thrones, which won Best Drama Series? No! no! How about Veep? No! no! I guess we're done here. Once again, you stupid moron. You got nothing! Nothing! Why do we send you places? All you've done is talk about your balls and sweat! I quit! I quit! Well, actually, Toddy, I did manage to speak with the cast of Mr. Robot, most notably Rami Malek, who won Best Actor in a Drama Series. He was very excited about his win. I also had the honor of speaking with Dame Maggie Smith, who won Best Supporting Actress for Downtown Abbey. Probably one of the most interesting people I've ever spoke to. She is an amazing woman and a huge talent. And yes, I did speak with Patton Oswalt for his writing, for talking, for clapping, and once again, an astounding man to talk to. Very funny. We spoke for hours about his win and the loss of his beloved wife and his huge project coming up as he teams up with the new cast of Mystery Science Theater 3000. It was a night truly to remember. I want to die. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Ollie Smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie, just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Show, podcast, station. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside. I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings. I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd. Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! Well, the first two songs you heard, without a doubt, are my all-time favorites, but this one comes in the top five as well. And the rendition that they did at Thompson Bowling Arena the other night was absolutely fantastic. Well, you're, you're going to hear it right now. Enjoy Payphone.
You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. So, um... I let my son watch the 90s movie It. Oh, no. The, with Tim Curry is the uh-huh. evil clown. Yes. And, okay. To preface it, everybody has to raise their children their own way. My son is nine, but he likes horror movies. Like, he's not scared of them. Yeah. He watches them, and he literally tries things of ways to make it scarier. He's mm. always been this way. Like, it's, he might be the next Wes Craven for he all He could do this. He could do because it. Because he doesn't scare him. But because he's never scared of anything. And so I, being the parent <laughs> I am, is like, I want to show you something to scare you. Yeah. And um, he watched, and he wasn't scared of it at all, Seriously. which bothered me. Cause <laughs> I was like, Why aren't you afraid of this? Yeah, yes. like I'm trying to scare you. Yeah. So when I watched it, I was maybe a few years older. Yeah. But it scared me. It's a scary movie, yeah. And so when he went to bed that night, I decided to stand by his door, and I started whispering, they all float down here. Oh, so <laughs> you're, just, you're just making it worse. Okay. And he acted scared finally, and I was like, I've done my job as a parent. <sighs> Wow. So essentially you were jealous of his non-fear yes. uh, of films. But now that he's back to trying to figure out how to make it scarier. Yeah. Now if and now he does that to me, which is creepy. If you're not careful, <laughs> he will one day find a way. He will get a recording and play it while you sleep of children laughing yes. in the middle of the night. Well, when he was younger, because mm-hmm. you, you know my fear of children. Yeah. Like creepy children. Because like, no one will believe you when they're bad, so you can't just shoot them. Exactly. You know, it'll be like, you're the bad person, even if they're demon-possessed. Right. And so my husband used to have my son when he He's a toddler. Come up to me and say things like, I'm hungry now, mommy. <laughs> but like he would train him to say it in the scariest way. Paul, and I would freak out. And he also had this habit because he's a little mu- He was tall for his age. but he's still like a little munchkin. Yeah. Like when he was a toddler of like peering around the corner and staring <laughs> at you and making no noise. And oh, so you'd God. like walk towards the, the hallway and you'd yeah. find this creepy little doll like child staring right. at you. Oh, and I was God. like, oh, what's wrong with you? Yes. And, and so he was never afraid of anything, still isn't. Right. And um, I'm the scaredy cat. So mm-hmm. I had to I had to get him a little bit. You had scared. to get him back a little bit. Well just a little. that's understandable, but oh come on. You you were just you were just so jealous I of was. him not being afraid of anything. Nothing that scares him. DJ Poor's here. Hi, DJ Poor. You finally made it. Hello? Hi. We gotcha. We're there now. You're there now. Hey, what's up? Not so much. We were getting scared. Yeah. Why? Well, I sent you a message. I well, yeah, but you said a little late, not like half the show. Oh, well, yeah. But and so we were like, well, did he get in a car, boo-boo? We don't like, know. We don't know. No, we just I just got really held up at work, and I had to run a co-worker back to his home. Oh, yeah. Well, co-worker needs to use Uber. Uh, or you need to start Uber, because you do this yeah, every week yeah, now. Yeah, get, get them to pay you. That's right. Well, I, I guess I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. Don't be nice. Charge Remember the girl who took the money from you? That's what I'm saying. Ducky's nice, though. Ducky I'm is sure Ducky's nice. Ducky needs to throw you 10. Ducky. Quack, quack. We also call him quack, 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 right? Yeah, we call him quack, quack. Well, quack, quack needs to throw oh. you a $10 bill every time you drive him out to the yeah, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that, too. It's only been, like, once. I mean, gas one, is about to start today. rising thanks to the pipeline break. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, God. There's already places in Knoxville that run out of gas. Thanks, Obama. Where? <laughs> I haven't west. seen one. Oh, out yeah. west. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they can... They they can they can handle it. 
Mm-hmm. I I can. Yeah, the West. Yeah, that's already gone up like forty cents a gallon. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, poor them. Poor <laughs> so everybody. Saying. It's eventually going to hit everybody. I've got the pipeline's going to come for you. I've got that sweet two dollar gas in South Knoxville. Well, I'm afraid that may not last very yeah, long. Yeah, it might not. not. Very long. It might not. Expecting by Monday for there to it be. It might not, yeah. but I'm gonna savor. Oh. I'm gonna savor this moment until I have to start paying three again. Well, whatevs, but uh, let's not think about it. Let's uh, not. Uh, but we were talking about Hillary having pneumonia, yeah. and uh, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Actually, you didn't know she had pneumonia? No. Yeah, she collapsed at a 9/11 shindig oh on Sunday. Oh and, wow! Yeah, and uh, got rushed to her daughter Chelsea's okay. apartment. Oh wait, I I did hear about that. Yeah, but I heard, but I mean, it seemed like a non-story, really. Well, it, it kind of was because I mean, doctors, you know, she's been she's back on the trail now. But I mean, it was uh, kind of serious there for a little bit. Zachary Taylor drank a bad thing of milk and and cherries and died of gastroenteritis. That's so cool. Yeah, he was like the eighth president. No, like he that. was he was. Uh, Oh, gosh. Give me a minute. I can do this, Levin. In the teens, maybe? Twelfth. He was the twelfth president. Check. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, di- he died and... From was... milk and cherries? Yeah, he, he drank a bad thing of milk. It was the 1800s. Yeah, think about how bad milk must have been at that well, point. So, has there's like that internet rumor, which I'm sure has nothing to it. But that they're saying poisoned? that the DNC, no, oh. that they're trying to prime Biden. Mm-hmm. That if Hillary kicks it... To come and step in. Okay. I'm like, but shouldn't it be Bernie? Shouldn't it be the runner-up? It runner should be up? Bernie. Yeah. You're going to piss Probably a lot of people be. off. Yeah, I would Because, like, like, Biden's sort of like a popsicle stick. Like, <laughs> What's Biden? Pudding? Yeah, like, or, I mean, what's uh, Bernie? Pudding? Because yeah. everybody loves pudding. I'm saying, like, like, put pudding up. Like, don't put the one person that you're sort of like, you have absolutely no feelings about. Yeah, exactly. It, it, he just, he invokes nothing from you. <laughs> <sighs> It's a mess. I'll be glad when this is over. I don't think over. Hillary's going to die. I think we're safe. Doubtful. Yeah, but I, yeah it's we, doubtful. But she I'm might saying. not still, she still may not win the election, but I don't think she's going to die. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. I think she'll pull it out, but I think, you know, she's going <laughs> to. She'll, she'll pull it out because, okay, I have never been a Hillary supporter. We Me all know neither. this. I haven't really. But, because like I said, she lies about everything. You could <laughs> ask her what her middle name is, and you're going to get 10 before you find the real one. I mean, it, she's just, true. It's Rod Ham. It is. <laughs> you dug it out of me. It's like she just cannot. That's her maiden name. That's, that's her, not her middle name. No, that's her That's her original last name. Yeah, yeah her maiden her name. Maiden her maiden name. name. Duh, yeah. Also, no, original last name. Uh, I'm yes, sorry. <laughs> I, I Go ahead. But I'm just saying, like, she's just, everything has to be a, a lie. It's like she's allergic to the truth. Yeah. And But, so, when it comes down to, is I had to decide, which is morally, like, worse, being a racist, homophobe, xenophobe, or a liar, Liar. Uh, yeah, and I had to go racist. liar. Liar. No. No. Racist. No, a liar's no. better than... Oh, yeah. The worst one's the racist, yeah. The worst yes. is racist, so yeah. So I'm going to have to vote for the liar. Yeah. But I know full well going in that I am not voting for Hillary. I am voting against Trump. That's it. That's what it is. It's hashtag never Trump. That's mm. all it is. I still need to register to vote. Me too. Oh, my goodness. You're listening to Hot Time. On the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I mean, what a show. What can you say about a show like Maroon 5, the show that they did? I mean, this is absolutely fantastic. They did all the big hits, at least all my favorite songs. What about you, Miss Pingrino? What did you think of Maroon 5? They were, I mean, there's really no words, like, for how awesome they were. Like, 
they're just great. Uh, they really were. I mean, did, did, did they do all your favorite songs? Every single one. What What was your favorite one? Probably Payphone, and I love that they started that out acapella because, well, acapella is super big right now, and I love it, and it was great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that I was that kind of blew me away. I was not expecting them to do that a particular version of it, but it was awesome. Uh, the whole show was great. Uh, and and Tuvlo and our city, they opened for them. We didn't actually get to see our city, but what do you think of Tuvlo? I mean, you know, she's good. Not <laughs> any more to that. She's. I mean, it's not my thing. Plus, she was like half naked. So, yeah, yeah. I was okay with all that, but the point being, no, no, that's right, Tuvlo was good, but Maroon 5 was the best, and so if you weren't there tonight, well, you've missed pretty much a life in general, because the show was just that good. I didn't expect them to be as good as as they were, and, and they nailed it, they blew it away, so it, overall, very successful show. Extremely successful show. So you heard it here first. Hot Toddy and Miss Pingrino give the check mark, the thumbs up, whatever you want to call it, on Maroon 5 in Knoxville, Thompson Bowling Arena. And thank you for listening on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And there you have it, Maroon 5 tearing down the walls of Thompson Bowling Arena. An absolutely fantastic show. And like I said, I mean, if you weren't there, you missed a night of history, but I hope we were able to bring you, if, if only a little piece of it, with those few performances here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. If we were able to do that, then we've done our job. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed the entire show. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, Tennessee's got Florida this weekend. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I think it's possible, but I, I don't know that for sure. We'll just have to wait and see. And then after that, on the next balls update i will tell you exactly where tennessee is going to be for the rest of the season believe that okay i guarantee it i'll tell you exactly where we'll be so there you go anyway i hope you enjoyed this week's episode thanks for tuning in we're going to take a week off and we'll be back in two weeks with the next episode and we'll be in october at that point believe it or not we will be in october it, it this year has not existed this year has flown by entirely too fast and well actually it's fine because 2016 has sucked royally and I will not be sad to see it go. So let, let's just scoot on through. That's fine with me. But anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Be sure and follow me on all social media. That's Hot Toddy on Facebook, Periscope, Vine, at uh, Hot Toddy 9102 on Twitter, Hottest underscore Toddy on Instagram, and Hot Toddy 75 on Snapchat. And of course, look up the Hot Toddy pages of YouTube and Mixcloud. You can also follow some of the cast members of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on Twitter Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and Doc Summit at Kev Summit. Until two weeks from now this is hot toddy saying please for god's sakes beat florida tennessee that's all we're asking for okay okay what do you say we close out the show with another maroon 5 tune sounds good to me let's do this here's maroon 5 with make me wonder we'll see you in two weeks bye bye (laughs) 